Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we are going to give an introduction to the book of Yechezkel, the book of Ezekiel, <coughs> which is um, the third of what are called the three major prophets of the Nevi'im Achronim, of the latter prophets, the first two being Yeshayahu, Isaiah, and Yirmiyahu, Jeremiah, which we were fortunate enough to study together. We studied together the book of Yirmiyahu, Jeremiah, and then the book of Daniel, Daniel. Uh, the book of Daniel took place under different circumstances, very different circumstances, but a similar time period as the time period of Yechezkel, in the sense that they both uh, occurred, <coughs> are dated to the time period between the first and second temples, and both Daniel and Yechezkel were prophets that prophesied outside of the land of Israel, and both were parts of the exile from, from Jerusalem into uh, in the Babylonian exile. Now, uh, the similarities between the two prophets and books uh, end pretty much there. They're both very different uh, for many reasons, which uh, we're not going to go into today. Today we are going to introduce the book of Yechezkel, Ezekiel, but I just wanted to explain this because this is the reason why in this series I went a little departed from the traditional order of Yeshayahu, Yemiyahu, Yechezkel, and and did Daniel in between, because I'm going roughly in chronological order uh, to the best of my ability. So the book of Yechezkel is a large book with a lot of a lot of very important ideas, um, and uh, of course an introduction would only just touch on a few things that I think are important for us to know before we study the book together. First of all, the book is really divided into three distinct parts. There's chapters 1 through 24, chapters 25 to 32, and chapters <coughs> 33 to 48. <coughs> the, um, in order to understand the difference between these sections, these are very chrono in distinct chronological order. So for starters, let us look to where Yechezkel began. The Navi, the prophet Ezekiel, Yechezkel, was a Kohen, was a priest, in the Beit HaMikdash, in the temple in Jerusalem, during the time of the first exile that Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, um, exiled the people of Judah. During that first exile, which took place in the year 593 before the Common Era, during that uh, exile, which was year 5, I'm sorry, during that exile, um, he, uh, uh, the, the, the king Nebuchadnezzar drained Yehuda of its main leaders. He took the king Yehoyachin into exile, all of his main nobles and officers and chiefs, many of the Kohen and many of the priests from the temple, many of the craftsmen, artisans, the people that gave strength and backbone to the empire. Presumably, Nebuchadnezzar's intent was to weaken the kingdom, to make it impossible for them to, or, or at least extremely difficult for them to ever rebel and to remain a lowly vassal kingdom in his ever-expanding empire. That was his intent. The, um, 
uh, but he did not yet at the time want to destroy Judah as an entity, and he left the temple in place. The people of Yehuda, and this is an important theme that we're going to return to throughout the book, the people of Yehuda believed that the fact that he left the temple intact was a sign that the temple, uh, uh, that affirmed their belief that the temple would never be destroyed. The temple was where God resided. It was the symbol of the relationship between God and his people Israel. And the temple could never be destroyed. And as long as the temple remained intact, the relationship between the people of Israel and God himself was going to remain intact. This is what the people thought at the time, which is why they had the audacity later to rebel again against Nebuchadnezzar and then rebel again. Nebuchadnezzar, on the other hand, thought that by bringing the great leaders, he would weaken the kingdom to the extent that he would bring it to heal. Yechezkel, the Navi, the prophet Ezekiel, was one of those Kohen and one of those priests who was taken with that first exile to Babylon. Yechezkel, one of the main ideas that we find throughout the book of Yechezkel is the idea that the temple and in, 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 in itself as a symbol of that relationship is not forever, is slated to be destroyed, but nonetheless the relationship between God and people is built not upon the, um, the temple, which is just a building, not even upon the land of Israel, that this relationship could exist and will exist and must exist even when the people are in exile, even when the people are in Babylon. And this message we'll find evident as soon as we begin the first chapter in our next podcast. This, the, the lesson of Yechezkel is, is that as a people, as a nation, even if we are exiled from our land, and even if the symbols of our national identity are ruined and destroyed, personally we can still all gain a relationship with God through being good people, through living a proper life, and through living the precepts of the Torah, which are not dependent upon a land, or certainly not a building. The um, Yechezkel was not the first uh, prophet to address the Jewish people in exile, as other prophets also addressed the Jewish people in exile. We had that in, in, in Jeremiah, we had it in other places. But he was the first prophet who addressed the people in exile from a vantage point of exile himself. So the first portion of the, of, of the book, book, from 1 to 24, those chapters are pre-destruction of the Beit HaMikdash. Those prophecies were stated during a time when the temple still stood. The people living in Israel still thought of themselves as the center of, of, the, of, of Judaism as the place where God's relationship of the Jewish people was, was, was relevant. Um, the people living in Babylon were thought that and hoped that they would go soon back to the land of Israel um, because that was the only way they could conceive of there being a relationship between the people and God. But Ezekiel, Yechazkel, was reiterating that no, the people have already lost that relationship. The temple was slated to be destroyed. They need to focus on bettering themselves and waiting for the day when they deserve to have uh, the temple rebuilt on a completely new way and completely new grounds. Chapters 25 to 32, the second portion of the book, Yechezkel turns his attention towards the other nations. He does this in a very similar pattern to many of the other prophets, like we saw in Isaiah and other places where the other prophets turn their attention to the other nations, the message of God to them.
Chapters 37 to 48 are distinctly post-destruction. Our words, uh, in many cases, words of consolation, words about the future redemption, and so on. Um, but those chapters are post-destruction post, uh, when the people are, are completely exiled from their land. In the winter of... of um, Six oh four. Um, sorry, I need to correct myself with the dates. I made a mistake in the beginning. I mentioned that the year five ninety three was the year of the exile of Yehoiachin, uh, which was incorrect. The year five ninety seven, that's uh, five years prior. Um, <clears throat> or like four, four to five years prior, was the year of the exile. The year of, of Yechezkel, of Ezekiel's first prophecy, the beginning of this book, was five years later from Babylon, during the fifth year of Yehoiachin, after Yehoiachin was taken into exile, which was, um, we'll be studying this date, the fifth year, which is the beginning of Ezekiel's prophecy, five, the fifth year after he was exiled into Babylon. Uh, understanding this historical context is crucial to understanding Yechezkel's message, who he was speaking to, and how he related to the Jews of the exile versus the Jews that still remained in the land of Israel. There are many echoes throughout this book uh, which teach us um, the relationship between God and his people, the forever lasting relationship, and the importance of maintaining the principles and ideas of the Jewish religion beyond the land, beyond the state, beyond the temple, even when we are exiled throughout the different places in the world where the Jewish people have been forced to be exiled and where we had to maintain the principles and ideals of the Torah regardless of whether or not we had a temple. These are just some of the ideas which are going to be important throughout this book of Yechezkel, of Ezekiel. Um, I hope uh, we stay together and uh, looking forward to studying this book together with you. There are many, many interesting things that we are going to find and study together. Uh, in the next uh, installment, I am going to begin and hopefully complete the first chapter of the book of Yechezkel.